guys. I am Kristen Cantrell. I'm Angela Fazio, and this is Moms in Real Estate. And today we have Marissa Lightsey all the way from Mexico. Missouri. Mexico, <laughs> <Basically>, Missouri. <laughs> and she is incredible. She's only 24 years old, been in the business less than two years, and last year she closed 26 homes. At the same time, she's got two babies at home. So we are so excited to talk with her today. So let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and $9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Good morning. Hello, guys. Hey, Hi, Martha. how's it going? Welcome. Hi. Really good. We're so excited to talk to you today. Um, you've got to just give us a little bit, give us a little bit of a background. So um, I have lived in Mexico, Missouri for most of my life. Um, I moved here from California when I was about seven. Um, and growing up, I never really felt like I would be like an entrepreneur. Um, didn't real estate was never like a big interest. It um, kind of was just something that came about maybe when I was about 18. I was like, you know, I think I'd really like to do that. Um, I tried my hand at uh, like owning another business before I had a children's store for about a year. And then I sold that. And after I sold it, I was like, well, I have to do something. Um, so I guess I'll do real estate. So I took my course. I kind of knocked it out in like two weeks, um, went and took my test and got my license. And I think um, that was in October of 2019. And between October and December, I closed one. I had a listing and I, um, I didn't sell it, but um, it sold. And then um, 2020 came and it was just insane. I know that 2020 has been like the cursed pandemic year. Um, and for a lot of people, it was like a very unfortunate year. But for me, it was quite the opposite. Um, I had my hands on like 26 sides. So um, it was a good mix of listings um, and buyers. I definitely worked with a lot of like first time home buyers, but I learned so much. Uh, 26 transactions will change you as a person. <laughs> um, and so I, what's really crazy is I, what's really crazy is 26 transactions with a four month old or six month old at home and a three year old. Like, well, she obviously had the baby in the yeah, middle. Yeah, in the middle, you yeah. had the baby. <laughs> yes, so I did. So, um, like, around Christmas time, I guess it was 2019, I found out I was pregnant with our little Ellie girl. And, um, yeah, so all of 2020, I was pregnant, like, hot <laughs> of the summer, like, the worst time. And, like, a beached whale. And sometimes, I mean, I would be showing homes just, like, feeling awful. And I have, you know, toting around a four-year-old and, but it was so fun. And, um, you know, like I actually had so like a house closed <laughs> while I was in the hospital. It was, I had a house closed while I was in the hospital having my daughter. And then, um, I actually think I had a new contract too while I was in there. So I never skipped a beat. Um, like two days after I had her, I had her on a Thursday and by the next Saturday, I was at a new listing appointment. Um, with my husband and four-year-old so awesome. and newborn in tow. Yeah, it was probably, <laughs> like, I was like a little, because like, it was a new client. 
Yeah, I had like yeah, my and whole like brood, a, the post, and it was a new client. postpartum diaper you have to wear. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I think um, it probably wasn't the most professional listing appointment. Like I think I was probably in like running shorts and a t-shirt, and I could barely walk because I had a C-section. So, like, yeah, oh, two days God. after a C-section, I'm like, I'm, I'm not passing up this listing. I was like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> And those clients were so gracious. And I like, they're repeat customers. I work with them now and it was cute. They like bought my daughter a little onesie and stuff and they were Aww. excited. So, um, I mean, think about yeah, that. Listen, was, we can't even crazy. cattle prod. We can't even cattle prod some of our agents to get out of bed on time in the morning. And you've like C-section two days after <laughs> out there taking the listing. <laughs> that is incredible. I always tell Angela, like one of go. my favorite things is when we hear like moms and real estate stories and they're in the hospital doing deals. Like I just, I love it because I have such like a, a mm -hmm. mental image of it. And it's just like, it's, I was just yes. saying this morning too, like the one consistent thing in my life is that it's always chaos. <laughs> and like, I feel like that totally speaks to it. Yes. Usually, usually you don't use the word yeah. chaos. Great. I don't. No, you say shit show. Oh yeah, I say or shit hot show. Mess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would say yeah, that too. professionally. <laughs> So I love your yeah, attitude, your your energy. So awesome. So tell us where your sources well, of business you. have been coming yeah, from. It, so um, mainly Facebook. I do a lot of Facebooking. Um, I know Instagram is kind of like the way of the world in most other places of the country. Um, here in little old Mexico, Missouri, population 12,000. Um, we're still really big on Facebook here. So <laughs> I spend a lot of time on there maybe too much, but uh, that's really where a lot of it generated. And like a lot of my clients are people that I had gone to school with, um, you know, looking to buy their first house. And I think I just tried to make myself as approachable as possible. And um, I had been through the process twice um, with my husband. He bought our first house and then we bought this one together um, in like the end of 2018. So I had been through the process before, um, you know, prior to getting my license. So it felt familiar. Um, and then I just kind of learned as I went, but I really became like a USDA first time home buyer, like specialist. That's definitely my bread and butter. So, um, and that's something I'm really passionate about is helping people who don't even, they don't even know that they're sitting on pre-approvals or that they could even buy a home. They just assume they have to rent. Um, I've had a lot of those who have transitioned to home buying and they had no idea. They had no idea they could own a home. Um, so that's, that's actually that's pretty special. That's actually my my favorite kind of stories when we were selling is like you'd meet a renter and, and you just suggest maybe the, my favorite story was going into a rental property that just had been put up for sale. And they're like all of these people living there. And my husband was like, Hey, what guys don't, why don't you buy this house? They were like, we can't buy this house. And so we helped them get approved and they got to buy the house. They've been renting for like 7,000 years or something. It was like, it's so awesome to let people have home home ownership. Yeah people have no clue. Like my, um, one of my lender partners, he has a phone app, um, you know, and I just shoot it to people all the time. I'm like, I don't care if you're not interested, take this phone app, fill out this application mm -hmm. see, you know, and you never know. Some of those people have come up with pre-approvals that they had no clue. And, you know, with USDA being able to come to the closing table with $0 down, if you can get your closing costs paid for, which is hard in this market, but if you can, you know, these people are owning a home for zero, zero money. Um, which is better than putting down a, you know, outrageous deposit on a rental. So, I, yeah, I mean, it was, it was really, um, it was like a heartwarming experience to help all of those people, you know, get into their first 
first homes. So so, and I think that's something said, I'll never get tired of. It was really exciting. Yeah. So recently you had said too, like you, you wanted to start focusing um, a little bit more on listings and, and currently you have six listings. So what, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really don't know. Um, it was just so funny. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, I don't, I don't know what happened. I told my lender partner, I said, oh, I want to get in on this listing action. Like I haven't had very many listings. And then all of a sudden it was just like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, some were referrals. Um, I kind of have started working with some flip clients. So they, you know, that's like a residual, it, they continue to list with me. We list, you know, we sell and then we buy another one and listens. And so we just keep repeating that process. So I've had some that way. Um, and then some were just people that I just knew from growing up here and they're like, Hey, we're going to give her a shot. Um, but it's, it's, the listings have gone over really well, um, because in this market, it's slim pickings out here. So, um, I mean, I haven't had many listings last past week, I'd say. So it's funny because I kind of slowed down on buying and just started listing a ton of houses for a while. It was a uh, that's awesome. Was that's the best way to do business. I kind of like. I'm really time. curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm really curious. I wanted to ask you, um, how did you ever get into like owning a children's store in the first place? Yeah. Like, how did that come about? And what was it like? <laughs> did you like it, or was it so not um, so great? Or <laughs> yeah. No, I loved it. So um, I had just had my son. I was 20, I think, when I had him. Um, so I was about 21 when I opened up the store, I think. Um, and what happened, I mean, my husband and I were just driving around one day and um, to clothe our child. He's a big kid. He's um, my husband's like 6'3 and my son just takes right after him. So to clothe this child, we had to drive to Columbia, which is about 45 minutes away. Like it seemed like every other weekend to find new clothes because it's a small town. We didn't have a lot of options here. And I told my husband, I was like, somebody really needs to open up a children's store. I was like, I think they could make a killing. Like um, we would go to Once Upon a Child in Columbia, like the children's resale store. And I was like, there's like low to no startup costs. Um, little did I know that was wrong because there was. Costs, <laughs> but um I was like, you know, you could just make money and it's something that this town really needs. And so um, he was like, well, if you can do it without pulling out a loan, if you can just do it with our savings, then go for it. And God bless him because it took, I mean, it was a struggle to get it started. Um, but it, that was really fun too. So we started in one location and our sales were really good. So we grew really quick and we immediately had to go into a bigger building. So I'd say after like four or five months, we were in a bigger location. Um, and then from there, it it was growing. But um, I don't know. I think I just kind of lost interest. And it was one of those jobs where um, I had to be there a lot, like physically be there while we were open, mm -hmm. physically be there when we weren't open because I had to, you know, do all the back work that people don't see. Um, and I just kind of was tired of it, I guess. So, um, I sold it and that girl continued to run it for a while. Um, but she had another baby and decided it wasn't for her. So she closed it down, but yeah. So, um, that was kind of like my first real dive into like being an entrepreneur, um, and doing something on my own. And it was, it, that was like, I, I mean, we did spend a lot of money to do that, but I never regret any bit of it because I, got to like know my community. Um, 
I joined in on like the Village Square Association and um, some other stuff. So I really got to be involved in the community and I still kind of have kept that even though I've sold the store. I still try to be involved. In so you think that the time. relationships that you, you think that the relationships that you built as that business owner has helped you in your real estate career? Oh, for sure. There are people from the store that um, I still talk to on like a daily basis almost that I never had talked to before or like that I wouldn't have even known who I am at all or like I wouldn't have even known them, um, you know, prior to this. Uh, so I think that it, it's helped my business, but it's also just helped me as a person too. Um, you know, kind of gave me I a love true, that because like that's my other passion is helping the town. Yeah. Well, I love that too, because you're just, you're so young and you kind of just like, you know, it's, you looked at it like, okay, I jumped into it and it wasn't for me, but it was like such a great experience. I started a vending machine company in Southern California when I was like, I think 2023. 20, and it was, oh my gosh, such a learning experience too. I always say like, it was better than going to college for me. Like I went to college and I didn't learn near as much as I did from owning a vending machine company. But I love it because your your attitude is like, it's not a waste of time. Like, look what it did for me. And then here you are 24. So I have a question for you. Um, I know like when I was trying like different things when I was really young, I remember pe like worrying about people not taking me seriously because I was so young. And here you are 24, closing 26 deals, you know, brand new in the business. Like, is there someone else who's super young and kind of like nervous about getting started for that reason? Like, what advice would you give them? Just go for it. I have spent money. I have spent time. And um, I mean, everybody, I could see, I mean, anybody could feel like they're not good enough or like they don't know what they're doing, but you just figure it out. And honest to God, that fake it till you make it statement is so true. So true. I, there are days where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But if you act <laughs> like you know what you're doing and if you talk like you know what you're doing, people are going to think you know what you're doing. You may have to say, I'll get you the answer later because that's probably what you're going to have to do. Um, and then get on the phone with somebody immediately and figure it out. But I really think like fake it till you make it. Just, you know, that that saying has really like stuck with me because i I didn't know anything about real estate for starting out. Now, you know, over 35 transactions later, I know too much, but I have a feeling that, that anything that, yep, I have a feeling that anything that you put your mind to will just turn to gold. Absolutely. For sure. Oh, I certainly hope so. That's the plan, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that this has been awesome. We really appreciate you coming on Moms in Real Estate, and we just love getting to know you. Yes, I was so excited, guys. This was so fun. Oh, thank you. You're, you're an awesome guest. You're a beautiful young lady, and we're just um, blessed to know you. So, everyone, thank you so much for watching, and tune in next week for our guest. I forget who it is. Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, okay, it's a mystery guest <laughs> to us and to you until you look at the schedule. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for watching. <laughs>